right, everybody. Welcome to Yeah, But Still. Um, this is this is a monumental preparation for a monumental moment in uh, of the year for me. Brandon, how are you doing? Yes. Hello. I, it's I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Um, we're we're it's another in the um, continued wall YBS saga. Uh, the first time we. Uh, well, yeah, we're gonna go ahead. we're gonna speak to Jacob Wool again, eventually. Yes, Jacob Wool is coming back. And, He's coming back, uh, baby! I'm so fucking excited. I'm, he emailed I'm us very excited out to of have the blue. Him out of the blue, he, he reached out us. to us. He just fucking hit us up. Jacob Wool back back on the pod, and uh, and I've hit him up. I've hit him up since then. Like you better yeah. believe I've hit him up because I had a. A delightful time speaking to him last time. For those who don't know, as, uh, yeah, as it, uh, Jacob Wool, um, I consider it one of our great episodes. Um, I don't even know how to describe Jacob anymore. He is a well, our guest that we're going to have on very soon will be able to describe him a lot better than me. But Jake, how would you describe Jacob, Brandon? If if somebody doesn't know who he is, he's like, uh, well, I I believe that I, you know people throw out the the term grifter but i that's not I even do accurate think of, i don't think that that's like fair in terms of like how i don't think that they're giving him enough credit i think because i do think that yeah jacob will jacob will is a is a funny guy and i i am i am excited to to talk to him again and as we did uh with part one uh in 2020 we had uh we had tarpley hit on beforehand and kind of um, laid the groundwork, and then did did the the wall episode. And so uh, today, um, via via Zoom, where where are you coming? Where are you coming from right now? Uh, DC. Right, yeah, right from right from DC, uh, straight from DC. Uh, Will Summer. And uh, yeah, welcome to the pod. And I've been told that you are the Jacob Wool expert, which is why you are here. <laughs> uh, it's a an amazing title. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a um, it's a dubious title. I, I sort of got sucked into it. I, you know, I was covering uh, initially. I was covering Jacob's sort of running buddy Jack back in like 2016, 2015, and they uh, they then sort of just blew up, and and Jacob became this uh, sort of bizarre international or national phenomenon, maybe international. I don't know. Um, yeah, you've been covering him since 2015. You said. Uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah, a long time. Uh, uh, Yes, yes. It, 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 it's been very bizarre because, you know, initially I, I knew Jack is this kind of strange local character. Jack is this lobbyist associated with Jacob. And then he brought Jacob in with him and they started doing these strange press conferences. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 you know, it, the lies have not gotten, I guess, better. You know, they, they just still like kind of like fall on their faces constantly. And, you know, I think for me, part of the fun is realizing um like the, the lies usually have like a really obvious like Achilles heel that just like unravels it. Like not like like often when people lie, they they it's just like an art, you know, it's just just a personal dispute. But in this case, there's like you can usually get someone involved in the lie and be like, yes, Jacob paid me to say this stuff like that. So, you know, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, I would um for anybody who somehow doesn't know who we're talking about or hasn't heard the episodes, I would highly recommend listening to our last episode with Jacob Wool. But I was telling you, Will. Um, in regards to the episode we did with him, I told it, I told you how exhilarating it was talking to him and just like how much he lies. Cause I don't, I, I told him to his face, he lies, he knows he lies, but like his level of lying, how bold he is. Like you'll laugh at him about his lies and he starts laughing with you. 
and I'll be like, dude, I don't know how you are just telling me this right now. He's like, I don't know either. It's crazy. And like, <laughs> it's like the type of lying he did. I told you uh, that I compared it to like how I, I believe it would be seeing one of the great jazz uh, improvisers in their prime. He's like the Charlie Parker of lying, like where he's just like, Taking the f- taking the genre of lying and flipping it over and doing things with it that you never even thought possible, you know, and that's kind of like the result is that I was kind of in awe talking to him for an hour in the podcast, and you've spoken to him as well. Um, yeah, I've many spoken times. to him, with him several times. times and, you know, and you're in you're in the HB. You're both in that HBO doc, right? Yes, the after truth. Yes, the yes. Um, oh yeah, so stars. That features his effort to to smear Robert Mueller uh, with these sexual assault allegations that completely fall apart. And there's a point where him and Jack are saying, you know, this was sort of before Jacob and, and Jack were just completely discredited. And so this got some media attention. People were saying, well, let's see what this woman has to say. And then they said, you know, well, this is all these death threats she's getting. She's so afraid to show up. And I said, well, no one knows her name. Like, how did you know, how, how is she getting death threats? And then they're mic'd up for the HBO documentary and they go and they go, <laughs> oh, crap, that's a good point from Will. You know, <laughs> I guess this whole thing's falling apart. Already. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I love I do love that that's in that's just fully in the in the dock, um, which yeah. I, I believe comes up in the episode that we did with him. Yeah, I don't know what he should have. I, w- I wish like two minutes after that, you just see Jacob will come back out, come back out in front of the podium, uh, come back out behind the podium, just fully in drag. Yeah, <laughs> <It's him>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's hey, I'm not Jacob. <laughs> well. The reason we wanted to bring you on first was um, to kind of do a catch up um, because I've sort of lost track of Jacob over the last year. And also um, in terms of even recognizing when he's lying, I don't know what he's been up to. So um, I wanted to kind of prepare going into this interview um, and kind of get like a a catch up on what he's been up to him and Jack. Because I mean, he has... He's had trials. Um, he's been banned, kind of kicked off social media, returned. Um, last time we talked to him, he had just launched an OnlyFans. Um, I'm trying to think if there's other, any other big landmarks, Brandon. It was definitely the Jacob Wool OnlyFans era is when we talked to him. He was li- yeah. living in Miami, but I think he was clearly at his dad's house in California because like... He was doing the thing where he was posting from all these like countries on Instagram, like saying he was in like Istanbul or whatever, but it would just be the right. same patio background yes. in Southern California. And then he had his like girlfriend had an he had he had an OnlyFans girlfriend. He had an OnlyFans girlfriend, but that, we think that was also him who yeah, seemed, there was this who point also where seemed fake. His associates were trying to convince people. The Daily Mail wrote an article claiming he was working for Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, that was, I, to my mind, clearly planted by Jacob Wool. And, you know, it's a funny thing, though, because, like, you know, most people don't want to be associated with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine. But, but you know, all even his friends were like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know if we want to, you know, be backing up that pedophile or whatever. Well, I mean, it, it has, I guess it's been a full year since he's been on Instagram. He got, he yes. got booted off in September of 2020, it appears. Damn. Yeah. yeah, wonder what finally did him in September twenty twenty. Yeah, 
Hmm. Yeah, Will, do you know, was it a specific incident? Um, if you guys give me one second, I can. But yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Why Why was he? Yeah, because he was booted uh, off, off Twitter in February 2019. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Here's, well, yeah. So he, he was banned for, um, Facebook said essentially that he was having bots to, you know, he was running some bot network to like create fake Facebook or Instagram traffic. Oh, um, yeah. And so, okay. you know, the, the classic that, Jacob that thing sense. is like he admits it. And then he gets in trouble for it. And then he's like, hey, what the hell? And so in this case, like he had admitted that he, you know, used bot networks. And so when Facebook finally got sick of it, uh, they gave him the boot. But so we missed the, you know, kind of like because he loves working out and like getting really ripped. And so a lot of that stuff. And that's one thing that 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 body that there's that body. There's no lie there. Yeah, Spot the lie (laughs) on those apps. Those, you know, that body doesn't lie. That's the truth. But. And he is kind of the, mo- I, I, I guess like a good way to describe what he does is he kind of is, I guess, the world's most honest liar. Yeah, in a way. I think that's Kanye a good way West to put said, it. said, I'll be honest, we all liars, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's the good way to, the good way to explain Jacob and like what used to be a great mystery to me is how he doesn't have just thousands of defamation lawsuits against him and what we're well we were talking about before that the reason you can't sue jacob for defamation is that like you would first have to prove that he's a serious person that people believe so like he lies so much that like he actually can't get in trouble for any of the things he does because like you couldn't prove in a court of law that anybody believes him Essentially, right, right. You would have to prove damages. And, you know, I mean, what are you know, when he has these things that are like, you know, Elizabeth Warren, you know, tortured this guy in her sex dungeon. I mean, no one's buying that. And so, yeah, I mean, he's able to get away with it until now, I would say, because now there's uh, Jacob is indeed in a lot of hot water. OK, so, yeah, let's catch us up. Um, let's start with uh, the court cases, um, the various hot water, the, the many, many pots of boiling hot water. Jacob has his. uh is being lowered into right now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I think what's fascinating for me about a lot of people I cover and especially Jacob is these guys kind of operate without consequences often. And you feel like, wait, don't, but don't consequences exist. Can't people mm-hmm. get sued? Can't people go to jail? And suddenly now in Jacob's case, potentially yes. So, you know, the, the, the first criminal case he's facing is related to allegedly fa- sales of securities uh, when he was a teenager illegally. That story's a little boring and it's kind of working its way out in California, but potentially he could go to jail for that. But the big one is last year in a bunch of battleground states, people got this robocall and it was a it was a Mm. black woman um, using this kind of like it it was sort of like slang, like maybe Jacob and Jack had just watched like uh, Shaft or something. And so the the, the, you know, they say so basically it was it was meant to dissuade black voters from voting by mail. And so, you know, I I have the robocall up here. And so it says things like. Uh, it's basically like debt collectors, if you vote by, by mail, are going to come get you. And it says, don't be finessed oh, into giving your private information to the man. <laughs> oh, no, so- Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> it was incredibly racist. Yes. And so, so, but incredibly, you might think, okay, this is like some dirty trick. How did they trace it to Jacob and Jack? But then at the end of the robocall, the woman says, this is from this organization that Jack and Jacob have created. She says, 
Project 1599, which is the Jack's home address. And so then, you know, it, it's really like the fingerprints are all there. So it is like a really illegal thing to do. So Jacob was first he was arrested uh, by the Michigan government, by the prosecutors in Michigan um, for various crimes uh, like voter intimidation. The max on those is five years. Then Ohio got him. So he has a trial there. He's being sued by the attorney general in New York for nearly three million dollars. And now the FCC is considering coming after him for five million. I do want to clarify uh, that I forgot about I forgot about these phone calls when I was kind of casually praising Jacob earlier. <laughs> no, I mean, he's dude, the he's done guy ever. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I didn't, you know, <laughs> that's part of it. He's done. I mean, he's done all he's done a, a lot of bad things before, you know, some despicable stuff. He's, but yeah, I, I think like, I was that's kind of part of his character. Is like yeah. I think I was fresh off watching Predator DC, which we will get, oh, get yeah. to much Ooh, later. We will get to that because I have a I'm so excited about that. But that is kind of like there is a charm to Jacob in a way. Um, at, at, me and you had a really good time talking to him. Like for, for <laughs> even yes. though I don't yeah. agree with what he does, obviously. It's like there's something about him that's just so extreme that it kind of like transcends this. And it's to me, it's like completely shocking that he's not in jail for it. Well, you know, I mean, if I could just sum up how badly the the case is going to go for these guys. So, you know, I was watching the Michigan hearing. Um, their main witness, the government's witness, is this retired black firefighter, I believe, who's just like, you know, I, I feel so strongly about my right to vote. And but more importantly, they have these emails that Jack and Jacob sent planning this crime. And so Jack said, Wool says, we we should send it to black neighborhoods. Oh, my God. Uh, to Jack. And then Jack oh, Berkman man. says, I love these robocalls. Getting angry black callbacks. The black robo robocall was a great Jake. J- they refer to themselves. Uh, J- I guess he called Jacob J.W. And, uh, you know, he says, like this that. is a great J.W. idea. Oh, and no. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's too similar to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, but maybe they'll they'll try to pit it on you. This is not a great JW idea. <laughs> oh no. I don't like I'm 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 implicated in the emails now. That is so funny though that they're just like literally emailing each other be like, "Hey, would you like to do a federal cr- crime together?" They're like, "Yes, <laughs> well, excellent." Well, and so they're they're being sued in New York civilly, and in that trial, typically, you know, they should get all this stuff postponed while they deal with the criminal stuff. But Jack and Jacob, I believe, were representing themselves for a while in the in New York case. And so Jack said in the in the court, they were like, "So did you do, do did you do this robocall?" And Jack said, "Yeah, that was us." <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> this is like the entire thing. And so he said it in sworn testimony. So it's not looking good for the boys. Oh, that is so. <laughs> oh my God. I'm kind of speechless at the emails and that's just, that's like the big case, but there's, there's more. Um, oh my God. So what's the next big thing uh, happening with Jacob? There's, there's something with the FBI raid. There's like a fake FBI raid. Am I correct? Yeah, so Jacobs had a lot of kind of weird run-ins with the FBI uh, or fake FBI. You know, he had this thing last year where he 
staged an FBI raid on his house. I mean, I, I think one thing people don't, if you're not like in the Jacob Wool email list, uh, is like how often Jacob and his associates are trying to trick people into writing about him. And so in this case, there was this email blast, and it didn't say from Jacob Wool. It was kind of a fake persona. And it says, hey, I live near Jack Berkman, and I saw these FBI people raiding their, their house. And uh, and so the Washington Post actually ran this and said, wow, the FBI raided Jack Berkman's house. But in fact, we were able to find someone on Craigslist who was hired as an actor to portray an FBI. agent. Oh, my God. <laughs> and yes, yes. And so so for whatever reason, I mean, this is so twisted. You know, why does Jacob do anything? But apparently they wanted people to think they were getting raided by the FBI. But in fact, we're not. I Yeah. What is the end game there? Just like pure attention. Well, you know, it's an interesting question. So in reality, apparently the federal and someone in the federal government is criminally investigating Jacob. As of last year, I got this. This document was filed. It should have been sealed, but it was it was filed uh, accidentally unsealed. And it basically revealed that Jack and Jacob are being investigated for for leaking jury questionnaires from the Roger Stone trial. So which would potentially be mm. like a jury intimidation, um, which is obviously something that, you know, is uh, is not sort of a, a light crime to commit. So it's, it's not clear if that's still ongoing or they're going to get charged. But I mean, the 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 fellows, I think, are are kind of in over their skis in terms of some of these legal issues. This is um, I, I've gotten so lost on the personality of Jacob that I actually even forgot, like my big question that I was left with after the last episode, which is what do you think like? Why do you think he does any of this? That was what I was trying to figure out the entire first episode, first time we interviewed him. Do you think there's a reason? I've kind of like given up on the idea of asking the question in the first place, but I wondered if you had any thoughts. Like, what yeah. is his end game? What what is he doing any of this for? Yeah, I think this is this is still like a pretty legitimate question. Um, you know, people say, oh, he just wants attention and stuff, and I would believe that to some extent, like the press conferences. But why are they doing things like a robocall that could send them to prison for years and is easily traced back to them? Uh, you know, why are they like? I, I think there's still a shoe remaining to drop here in terms of is someone paying them to do this? Are, are they being? You know, especially when y'all talk to them in the summer of 2020, the they were just. Like if it was for attention, they wouldn't have done it as often as they did because there became a point where they were doing these press conferences like twice a week and they were sort of mm -hmm. just torching like the novelty of it. And, you know, it was just like it got to the point like no reporters were showing up. So it just didn't really make sense. But it was almost like, you know, you were talking about Jacob sort of acknowledging that he's lying and like, but I'm doing it anyway. I mean, I think there's still like some motivation that's unclear. Um, this guy did a YouTube series on them and it was like, why do they do it? And then he just decided oh, well, they're psychopaths, which is like the most like YouTube explanation, you know, just like, oh, this guy's a psychopath, like a like a Shane Dawson kind of reveal. And the but in reality, I think there's something else going on. And, and hopefully it'll come out someday. Yeah, I still don't know myself. I mean, I think what some kind of hu humiliation ritual. Yeah, maybe. Yes, yes. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it, it's like he's yeah. like shooting the moon or like a go to prison speed run or something like that. I think because yeah, he he is he did reach out. The, I yeah. mean, the first time he did the podcast, it was because he he uh, posted an Instagram story like, hey, I'm I'll do anybody's podcast if you ask me in the next 24 hours. Jack jumped at that opportunity. You better believe it. Um, <laughs> and uh, this most recent time, he reached out to yeahbutstillpod at gmail.com and said, uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm promoting this this uh, program <laughs> that I've, I made and uh, I, I remember having a good time on your podcast. I want to come back. And I, it, I am 
you know, I'm definitely at a loss as to why he he wants to come back so so badly. I do. I think he yeah, had a I good time it, yeah. too. I think he liked. He did was, have a good I think time, he liked probably. us. Yeah, we kind of got along. Yeah, that's the thing. And <laughs> I know we're praising Jacob a little too much, but uh, he was a fun podcast. But I will say one thing that amazes me about him is Brandon. I'm sure we are agree in this. If there was some kind of like friction in our life or like some kind of adversity, you know, at least for me, I would find it hard to like really fucking go for it. You know, I get like kind of like held back or mm. nervous or, you know, if if I was even facing like a fraction of what Jacob is facing right now. I mean, he's facing like oh, many, yeah. many, many criminal charges and the man is still fucking putting out shows and like just y- making it making a pedophile hunting show in in the midst of all of this. I mean, he is like Dude, he he's an undeniably anvil, anvil over his head. Like yes. Undeniably r- resilient. Absolutely. Just grinding. Yeah. And like yeah. dude yeah. Yeah, I mean, just think of like the little things in our lives, you know, that would like de- derail a day for us, you know. Um just like seeing a movie that was too bad <laughs> or something <laughs> like <laughs> Jacob is not being stopped by you know certain doom basically that is headed his way. Uh the gavel is 100% going to come down. I mean, even just like the odds of one of these trials uh being a guilty charge, even though it looks like that they have a lot of evidence against him. It's amazing his, his resilience and even more baffling, honestly. I mean, he really like, I don't know if he has an addiction to making content or what I mean, but, but he really cannot stop. Should we? Oh, okay. Wait, is there any, before we really, really go into this, uh, the, the, the big thing, uh, for today, uh, is there anything else that we're missing? Will, um, I don't want to jump ahead um, in the I, Jacob honestly, world. It's, it's, it's been like he, he laid low for a while after the, the charges came out or, you know, low, low by his standards. So he you was know, in he really, his bag. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so really with this, this new kind of to catch a predator knockoff he's doing is sort of his, his return to public life. Oh, and let me tell you, it is a return. <laughs> uh, folks, we've mentioned it a couple times, but, um, yeah, Jacob has a new show called Predator DC, and it is a basically a, a remake of To Catch a Predator, but it's him and his co uh, his partner Jack Berkman, uh, just trying to catch pedophiles in DC, and they're finding people. They're finding guys. They they're literally doing To Catch a Predator, but they're finding but real people, the- putting it on YouTube. Yeah, and it is. I mean, uh, they're operating on a little more of a shoestring budget, and <laughs> oh, I they mean, don't have yes. they don't really have the same resources as NBC's to catch a predator. Um, and I mean, we should we should perhaps play. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm queuing it up right now, but we should definitely watch maybe the intro of the pilot. But yes. um, how could we describe this? Any, I mean, it's literally just to catch a predator, but it's Jacob. Um, right. <laughs> And, and there's I, no, there's no cops waiting outside. No, there's no, no it's cops. It's so funny because these guys come in and they're like, they're like, okay, we caught you. You're a pedophile. The guy's like, okay, well, bye. And <laughs> you know, back out into the community. And like, <laughs> there's, you know, the, the, there is more like, um, there is more withheld in the original To Catch a Predator 
Whereas this like really shows you like the conversations that it's probably Jacob talking to these people, by the way. But like you could see the the conversations with the decoy and stuff. He's putting like first and last names. He's putting like LinkedIn, like where they work, everything for these guys. Well, I'm rocking. I'm rocking with Jacob on this one. For sure. Oh, I mean, the full docs. <laughs> yeah, let let you know, docs docs some uh, pedophiles, whatever. Oh, for sure. But like, it's just, you know, he's not backed by NBC, like to catch a predator. <laughs> like he doesn't have those no, NBC no, lawyers. No. And yeah, these my guys understanding are like, is some some lawyers are involved, as you might imagine. <laughs> Dude, so you know, stay tuned. I yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, all right. So let's watch a little clip of this. Uh, I'm just gonna play the beginning of the pilot because it's pretty funny. You've come to meet an underage teen. You've brought <laughs> sex toys and you've brought alcohol. Don't forget flowers. How would you feel if you were President Biden? <laughs> he's gross. I can smell him. He's close by. How do you think he's <laughs> going to react when he learns that somebody with a high-level security... Scrolling Tinder looking for underage teens. How do you teens? think the ones who are going to react? I what, how's he gonna react? Imagine what the Chinese have on these people. She is uh, 16. Shh, he's texting. He's texting. He's texting. <laughs> Washington, D.C., the seat of power in the United States, home to the president, the vice president, members of the cabinet, Congress, the military, the intelligence community, mm -hmm. bureaucrats galore, lobbyists who control yep. the very laws that are passed, but also home to a much darker element, one that lurks within all of these seats of power, sexual predators. My team and I have launched a sting operation using a series of dating apps to identify and investigate these sexual predators. What we've discovered is something that we never could have imagined. Our nation's capital is infested with deviants, <laughs> perverts, and pedophiles of all stripes. I'm, I'm going to go... I, I'm... I'm surprised Jacob's saying that he couldn't imagine that because I'm pretty sure Jacob could have imagined that. In fact, I think he imagined it specifically before he came up with his show idea. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like several years of Jacob's career have been claiming that all these like senators are, are, are you know, sex criminals. I know. Yeah. So this show is fucking amazing. I was not prepared with, for how good this show was going to be. I watched the pilot and I watched uh, some of the finale episode actually today and oh, Brandon wow. you watch the same thing oh yeah I yeah I haven't seen the finale but it, it is I mean this is a huge genre on YouTube of to catch a predator you know imitators I, I guess oh or, yeah uh, you know just uh but he uh yeah I mean he snapped dude wait is my screen share still on can I show you guys yes. just the intro yeah. to the season finale because yeah, it's it. there's yeah. some pretty funny lines. Tonight on Predator DC, a man calling himself Joystick Jake comes to the Stinghouse. Plus, a cripple comes hobbling in looking to have sex Jesus. with the underage teen. And Boomer Rick has a dark, dark secret. Plus, another Indian Predator shows up just looking to chat. All of this and more tonight on Predator DC. <laughs> Another Indian uh, predator. A cripple. A cripple comes hobbling in, looking to have sex with an underage teen. 
Oh yeah, it's it's awesome. I the the first episode actually I would love if you could just play it. Uh we should hear it from from uh Jacob's mouth. But when he's talking about uh in the first episode when he's like uh he's talking about some health department guy. Uh you, do you remember what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, I'll try about, to find it. I'll Jack? try to find it. Yeah, the yeah, social distancing was the last thing on his mind. Bullrath, yeah. who works as a public health official, seemed particularly concerned about whether the teen was or wasn't vaccinated against COVID-19. But when he entered the Sting House, social distancing was the last thing on his mind. He came in without a mask. Oh, sorry. I'll take a note right now. The... um. Yeah, the the like the hamminess between the two of them because they're both like they, they clearly have just been watching to catch a predator and they just want like these epic lines and so like the the one that got me at the start of the intro is when uh jacob's like you know he he brought you brought alcohol and condoms and jack goes don't forget the flowers <laughs> <laughs> wait who is can you give us like a little more info on jack berkman real quick <laughs> Like, yeah, Jack Bergman's kind of like a it, 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 it's is weirdly like Jacob's henchman, despite being like 30, 40 years older. Yeah. Than so so Jack Bergman was a relatively successful Washington lobbyist. Um, you know, I mean, this was a guy whose firm was hauling in like millions of dollars a year. Um, and he was always pretty interested in, uh, you know, getting his name out there and getting attention like he tried to. um he went on Fox News once, I believe, or tried to with a banning gay players from the NFL. And so I first encountered him because he was involved in like Seth Rich conspiracy theory stuff. But he was initially claiming that he was like a good guy. And oh, he's he, he was working with Seth Rich's family. And then it just when that stopped getting him attention, he went much crazier and did like paid for like a reenactment of the murder and all this stuff. And so now he's teamed up with Jacob. But from what I hear from people within Jack's orbit, number one, they're just baffled by this whole thing. And they think that Jacob has like almost like a like a Dracula like hold on Jack like like he has this like mind hold on him that Jack has called Jacob I think he said he's like smarter than Mozart and it's like he's he's the, the Jacob this like boy genius so it, it it's very bizarre like all around and now they're doing this show together and like so I mean I watched the first episode it's very different from To Catch a Predator in um a, a few ways. One is that they're they have these like the decoys are supposed to be sixteen, and a lot of the times they're messaging the guys and like basically trying to talk them into coming over. And you see the chats, and it's like the decoys being like, "I'm about to turn seventeen, you know. Hey, it's legal to have sex with me." It, like, like they're literally. <laughs> there's a point where one of them, one of the decoys, texts like the law like a screenshot of like the oh, age like of consent googled age of consent maryland yeah and it's it, a which, yeah it's a yeah which i guess is 16 in dc uh, is that true yeah, i'm not uh <laughs> i don't know if this is a trap for me if i'm yeah, well, no, no, Jack, I'm, yeah if that's, I'm <laughs> no i mean no i mean i was asking brandon you're from dc you know and you were i don't once, i'm not yeah i don't i i mean you know, I mean, isn't that about uh, isn't that about the age you got famous, Brandon, as a comedian? <laughs> Seems like a interesting coincidence. Oh, it's about twenty one, I would say. Okay, okay. Is when I, yeah, I Fair was not enough. a I was not a famous teen comedian. Well, the career started around then. <laughs> I started doing stand up at seventeen, but just yeah, the I do, same I age as Jacob's decoy. 
I don't know what the age of consensus. Uh, any, uh, yeah, I, I don't anywhere. even know what that is. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, yeah. Huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, You're like just, overdoing it. I believe it's thirty-five. Yeah. Well, uh, no, is it, it? It is. I. It is funny though. The the thing about state lines is, I did think that. I don't know. It's weird that you just assume that it's 18 everywhere. But then there's some states where they're like, hey, you know, like, hey, hey if you're in this state, like, you know, you're good. <laughs> hey, don't worry. Hey, hey, 15, no problem. <laughs> that is weird. But yeah, so my point was that Jacob's decoys are like aggressively trying to get these guys to come over. And in many cases, the it's legal, right? Like, you know, technically legal. Um, I mean, I'm just basing that off of Jacob's screenshot. I really didn't. Fact I think check it may be will. illegal if they cross state lines. Yeah. And so I think that may be where it's they're getting. It's like a guy lives in Northern Virginia. He's going to Southern Maryland. What yeah. Have you. And then right. there's no cops, right? They have like their security guys. So to catch a predator, oh, so obviously. If you cross state lines, it's only that age of consent only applies if you live in that state. <laughs> I think if you if you cross state lines with the intention to like take advantage of this this Brandon, why are you writing it? Right. Why are you writing this down, yeah, Brandon? Okay, yeah, no, like uh, age of consent arbitrage or whatever. So let's yeah. say let's say you're uh-huh. on tour and you're a comedian because <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not in town for that. You're in town for business. You came for the show. <laughs> you came for and the so show. And so if I just you- happen to. Whoa, okay, listen. <laughs> I'm merely I'm no. merely here to uh you She know. said she was having uh, a backyard show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's normal. The backyard shows happen all the time in LA. Okay? Yeah, I thought I was just I thought I was just drop I thought I was just dropping in. Yeah. I was just kind of I was just trying to, the the cops come by. I'm like, I, I was just trying to work at work some new stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what all this is. Oh boy. Um oh god. <laughs> but you know I I think what's interesting about this Predator DC thing oh, is what's that a, what everything are all else these sex toys. Oh, I'm a I'm a prop comedian. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, Will, what were you saying? Oh, I, I was going to say, I mean, when when I I first saw this coming out and Jacob said, you know, check out this show I did and stuff like this. Uh you know, I it, everything he's done in the past has really obviously been a lie. And so I was kind of trying to figure out what his angle was here, who these guys were. Cause he claims, you know, he says they're full names. He says this guy works for the FBI or yeah, this they guy have works like for- legit jobs. Yeah. I mean, he like these kind of like relatively high ranking bureaucrats and it kind of turns out that, you know, it seems to be real. I mean, I, I know some reporters have been kicking the tires on it. And, uh, you know, I think Jacob has at least one federal agency that said, yeah, we're looking into this based on your videos. So I, it's it, it's all really odd. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's just, you know, it's obviously a very different uh, thing from him. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, they're, they're real guys. And then the decoys thing, they're really going in hard on these dudes. And then in many cases, it's not technically legal, so they're not going to get arrested at the end and don't get arrested after because they didn't do anything. Um, so really, what it just amounts to is Jacob and Jack just like confronting these guys and like shaming them. Being like, what What are you doing? You're sick. <laughs> You're a sicko. 
Well, the like, first guy, the first guy immediately bounces. Senses, uh, bounces, yeah, and which he's free no, to do. Free to do. That's the funniest part because they can't get arrested. Yeah, because they don't have the cops outside, and he kind of doesn't. He he uh, he he approaches the situation with a little less tact than Chris Hansen does, right? Where he just kind of immediately walks out Mm -hmm. and there's no, like the, you know, like they, there's a reason why in the original they have, you know, uh, they have a decoy who offers cookies or brownies and lemonade, you know? And then at which point Chris, like they get comfortable first. You have to, yeah, let them get comfortable first. Jacob doesn't really do that uh, well, in the in the first episode, at least. I, I mean, maybe his uh, tactics improve as the show goes on. That was another thing I uh, was impressed by is like just the balls for Jacob to even do this project. Like, it's one thing to be Chris Hansen there with like an NBC budgeted film crew, like million dollar multi million dollar crew and cops and like a whole house. Jacob's just having these guys come to his Airbnb or like maybe even Jacob's house. Yeah. Like he, they're just like, he's sending out the address, his own address to these perverts and they might be able to come back. What if they come back and beat his ass? Uh, well, you know, and, and sometimes they do hang around. I mean, I believe there yeah. was one where they catch a guy and then he just drives around the neighborhood flashing his lights to alert other pedophiles, which is like a weird oh that, like, God, pedophile so code. Oh, wow. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that is so funny. Damn. Uh, and I, I mean, have I'm to sure say there's... that Airbnb. Oh, go ahead, Brennan. Oh, I'm just I'm sure there's a code. With the, the, the yeah, guys, like the hobo you know? code. It's like I'm guys, sure there's it's like a catch predator, a, you know. <laughs> yeah, you like yeah. Right with with chalk on the sidewalk. I mean, I feel like <laughs> that's like a real a real bond. Yeah, right. If you don't like if you're if you're like a guy who likes fucking kids, you know. It's like, but the, these aren't kids. I will say that the this is to catch an ephibophile is what the, he's doing, and I'm you know I'm not one to make the <laughs> distinction, but. Uh, you know, to catch well, a predator. You are right now. You are making that <laughs> distinction right now. Well, I do think it's funny. No, yeah, I mean it's morally wrong, right? But it's not like these guys aren't technically committing a crime where they are, so they can't get arrested. So as a result, these dudes are just still like out in the world. Uh-huh. But now there's like this YouTube video about them. Make this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because it's like, like he could. They could sue him, right? And I'm surprised yeah, uh, yeah. they haven't yet. Yeah, so like I said, I mean... And I'm surprised I, I know YouTube's least... letting it stay up. It, it's very weird that they let Jacob be on the platform at all, given that he's banned from Twitter, banned from Instagram. Um, but, but I have a theory about what Jacob's up to here. I think... So he's going to prison, almost certainly. He has these like really serious charges. I think it's like, you know, when someone in the mafia, like a low-level guy, tries to like trade up to get a oh sentence my reduced. God. I think he's going to be like, look, I caught all these pedophiles. Like, you can't send me to prison. Oh, he might have like a, a deck of pe- like secret pedophiles that he hasn't even like put on the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like he's like, look, I'll give you I'll give you two hundred pedophiles <laughs> if you reduce my charge. <laughs> well, one of them was like a Trump official, wasn't he? Like I, well, in the campaign I, I think of, there's campaign official. You know, with, with, 
with Jacob, you always have to be careful because he kind of like inflates these guys. Like he calls one guy like a federal judge. And so you think like, wow, he's like a district court judge. Well, he's like a patent internal, like patent office employee. Uh, mm. And and so, yes, I mean, it, one of the guys he claims was nominated, but not appointed to, I believe, like a, like a commodities board. So, well, one you know. in the second episode, I think, is somebody that was he's like, or maybe it was in the first episode. He was involved with Trump in some way. Which was interesting because, uh, yeah, Jacob has definitely fully dropped Trump. And I think he had by the time we recorded our episode with him. But it's interesting because he started out as a Trump diehard. And now he seems to be completely apolitical in the Trump world. Yeah, well, they really cut him loose. I mean, no one, you know, he used to be buddies with like Ali Alexander, who was a big guy on January 6th with like Laura Loomer, for example, oh, yeah. who's now running for Congress as a Republican. And a lot of those people, I mean, they still kind of like interact with him online, but but people have really, um, he had this thing where he was dating this woman who was at USAID, which is like an international development group. And it was like, he convinced her to like turn on the Trump administration. And so that was really when a lot of people, I think, cut him off. Oh, boy. He he claims to catch a CIA pedophile in um, the third episode. Have you seen that one? I have. It, it's odd to me that Jacob is. It's so easy for him to find out if someone works in the CIA. <laughs> like well, I haven't seen it yet. Do you know how he, like, what evidence he has? I mean, I think maybe the guy's retired and was once in the CIA or something. But but he really <laughs> like. Uh, as you said, I mean, he puts a lot of evidence out there. I mean, he really like really goes through the guts of the chats. He really seems to relish it. Uh, it's a wonderful program. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, it's a pretty smart idea in terms of doing it in a city, in an area like D.C., where, you know, so many people are going to have some kind of title that like like he catches this like local Maryland guy who I think just has a very fancy sounding title. But when you get down to it, it sounds like he like changes the chlorine at the pool or something like like right. he's the, the head of like like sanitation at a park. And Jacob kind of makes it out to be this very like sinister activity. <laughs> what was um. This is totally not related, but what were you saying to me about the the tattoo? When we oh yeah, yeah. So this is like one of my favorite Jacob stories. So when he had, <laughs> this has nothing to do um, with Predator DC. I just remembered it, it, it. Yeah, it, and I have to say, like the thing with like so much of his stuff is I get so like caught up in the moment and like where the where the lie is going to be that like, and then I watch the videos later, the recordings, and it's like all just really obviously a lie, and and you kind of miss the comedy as well. But so I was when he had the Elizabeth Warren is a cougar thing, and so he had this guy who was this soldier and he claimed Elizabeth Warren had used him as her boy toy and all this stuff. And he had on Iconic. his neck, he had the, you know, if you know the Vin Diesel movie, um, triple X. And yep. so he had triple yep. X in the movie. He has these three X's on the back of his neck. And so this guy had the same thing. And I said, Oh, so like you're a big triple X fan. And because he had taken his shirt off to show me the supposed like BDSM wounds. And Jacob and, and this guy both go like, no, like just completely flat. Like, what are you talking about? And he goes, this is this is like a memoriam to his three friends who died in Iraq <laughs> or something. And so I thought I took a picture of it. And then I was like, then I got home and I was like, wait, not only is it in the triple X font, but it's on the same place as triple X. It's it literally is a triple X. <laughs> <laughs> also, like no tattoo artist would let you get that as a memorial. That's like, yeah. <laughs> there's like five major connotations of the three X's that come before 
your friends who died. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just a, like he acted like he's like, what what are you talking about? I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> he's so wonderful. He's an amazing liar. And that was in person. Yes. Yeah. So there was like, you know, when these guys are working their schemes, I mean, there was a point where I would come to Jack's house for these press conferences that they would have. And then they would say, Will, we'd like to invite you inside for an exclusive interview, (laughs) uh, you know, with and like Jack's Jack has this dachshund named Jack Jr., and, oh, uh, wow. and, and Jack, I should say Jack, you know, he was deep in like Seth Rich. Stuff. By the, by Someone the, I'm sorry to stop. Really, but like, their names are too similar to me. Both of them. Yes. Like this starts <laughs> to really get confusing between JW and Jack. Well, you get to be Jack the third. Maybe oh, it boy. is. Uh, it is really cute to I. It is cute that his dog is named Jack Jr. Yeah. Well, the, Jack Jr. Rocks. Is, I, I have to say he's he's a good guy. He's because good. I do what I, I quick aside. That is very fun to get to give your dog whatever your name is and then just blank junior what, i have had this thought what breed is it uh it, it, it's a dachshund so l- like a little wiener dog <laughs> okay he could have gone with a jack russell terrier it's pretty similar and i feel like that would have been you know mm. really added to it I, well you know i mean just really like really off the track here but basically one time jack was feuding with this other seth rich conspiracy theorist and he went out to like i think get his newspaper in the morning or something and he's carrying jack jr under his hand and this rival conspiracy theorist shoots jack in the ass like with a real gun what and yeah and so he shoots him and then just Holy like shit. vamooses and <laughs> and so jack jack has all these stories where he's like he, he made an attempt on jack jr's life wait wait, wait. who got <laughs> shot in the ass Jack, uh, Jack, Jack, the human dead. Jack, somebody shot Jack Berkman in the ass. No, and the guy went to prison. And I mean, the crazy <laughs> thing about Jack, I'm Jack sorry. Berkman is that there was this also this thing where they were doing some of their schemes. There was this like legit, I think, an FBI employee who got his hands on Jack's email account because his wife, I think, had worked for Jack and just like basically broke into Jack's email account. And I think the guy went to prison or he he was charged federally with it. I mean, it's crazy with these guys. They get into these antics, but then like legitimately they have these things like people are trying to murder them and stuff like that. When did Jack cross over from like lobbyist into Jacob, Jacob world, wool world? Yeah, like, so I, I think I was working, I think it was around like 2018 maybe, uh, was w- really when it like really, really started going off. But I mean, he, he when he started doing the Seth Rich stuff was around 2016. So it was sort of like Jacob was operating on his own thing. Like when he would tweet like, uh, you know, I went to a hipster coffee shop and everyone is talking about <laughs> how Trump's so handsome. And then it, it was sort of like, it was like, you know, I fuck with the Vision fam, like let's link and build. And so they like got together and went from there. Oh my god! The I the getting shot thing is crazy. It, it it's really and like, but he loves talking about it. Like every time I see him, he'll be like, you know, I I've still got some 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 uh you know pieces of ammo stuck in my we have, you know stuck in my my buttocks. Do we have evidence of this, or do you think this <laughs> is there a chance that um, you know, that's just another FBI raid? Did he pull a? Did he? No, I a, mean the guy went to the guy went to prison. Oh, for okay, oh to yeah, yeah, him. the guy went yeah. to prison. I was gonna say, I mean, he could have been doing like the Sopranos thing. Where he got a Craigslist guy to shoot him, right? Exactly. I mean, I, I honestly would not put it past them, but but in this case, it was real. And just the idea of this guy, just like I don't know, in his bathrobe or something with his docs, and he's like, oh, yeah. Because I mean, that would be oh, where man. you would want to get shot is in the butt if you hired somebody, you know? Yeah, I, I think like that's he right. Picked, you know? I guess I haven't thought about it much, but, but I think that's right. <laughs> but the guy wouldn't have taken the charge. That's the thing. Hmm. Um, 
Well, are there any other final Jacob uh, details, events, things that we need to know before we go into this interview? Because I mean, yeah, this is this does help a lot. This is very helpful because I yeah. mean, it's, yeah, it's a whirlwind talking to him. You know, you get dizzy. Yeah, I mean, I guess from my perspective, I I haven't talked to him in a little while. I I, I do think it's. I mean, you guys know he's constantly lying. He's constantly changing his story. I, I I'm just very curious about this whole how he's operating, why he's doing this this Chris Hansen thing, and how he's kind of doing this with this sort of so- sword hanging over his head of prison time. And I, I'd be curious if he's done any research on like white collar prison tactics and that kind of you know like uh, that movie Get Hard. Like if he's getting ready for jail. I feel like if I were to ask him that. I'm pretty confident he would say that he's not going to jail. Am I? Yeah. Are you? Do you agree, Brandon? I feel like he'd be like, no, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. not serious charges. Like I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be the. He's yeah. He's he's definitely going like to be my, adamant about. He'd be like my lawyers are very confident. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but, know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think it's an opportunity. You know, kind of the question, like, why is he doing it? You know, the the sort of eternal Jacob Wool uh, quandary. Yeah, and are there any other characters uh, in the orbit that we need to know about that we should ask him about? Is there anything you would like us to ask him? Yeah, um, let's see. Hmm. What to ask him? I mean, I'd be curious if he has any thoughts on... Uh, well, let, let's see. I, I, You know, again, I, I, I just like to know if he's going to ask for... Uh, you know, if he's planning to use this pedophile stuff at, at trial... Do you know to kind of make him look like a like a nicer guy if he thinks that'll oh. come up? Oh, yeah, I know, and I want to know the outtakes because I'm sure there's people that didn't show up. Who else was he talking to? You well, know? he buzz- he gets a lot of guys who do never show up, and then he's just like, ah, damn it, I was so close, and then sort of just like shows their chats anyway. Yeah, and it's like you know you got it. It doesn't count unless we get the like have a seat over there moment. My f- my favorite parts of the Predator TC is when he's like, I could smell him. He's close. <laughs> Well, they film a lot of it like the guy is like, you know, it's like they're hiding in a closet and the pedophile's like lurking outside. But really, I mean, it seems like the guy's like two counties over. They're in like a townhouse for sure. Jacob's usually perched like in the stairs kind of. There's a few, quite a few shots of Jacob in like funny poses, kind of like crouched in a way that like like a child spying on Santa Claus would sit. <laughs> well, it's very like you know he's up after his bedtime. Yes, like, yes. You know, and he's crept down to the. But living he's actually room. listening to like uh, some guy trying to fuck a sixteen-year-old downstairs. <laughs> Did you? Oh, Brandon, do you hear the one where he, the the decoys like desperately trying to talk like that Trump guy into coming over? No, I didn't. I I wasn't able to get that far. Oh my god! Yeah, he was like uh, the decoy was like aggressively trying to get the sixty-year-old guy to come over, and like he was actually he was like had to take his kid to school or something, and he was like just turning her down yeah. over and over and over again, and then never <laughs> showed up. And then you know, there's a lot of times where that happens, where it's like I don't know, maybe the guy realized he was just horny and being an idiot like he shouldn't do it you know and backs out right or senses something's afoot yeah exactly yeah but they don't you know they'll still put it on and then it'll just be like jacob straight to camera like ethering the dude you know 
just like <laughs> like what an absolute sicko you know well that was a funny one because the guy you know if you buy jacob's version of it this guy is like being you know up to no good but also he's very insistent on being a good father because he's like no i have my kids that night and she's like who cares about your kids come and fuck me <laughs> and, and he's like i take my parenting really seriously i just gotta find this part hang on was that in the first episode i think it's the first or the second yeah because that guy was like once again allegedly a um like a full-on like trump official at least in mm-hmm. the campaign Oh, it had to be in the second episode. Well, yeah, there's no, uh, unfortunately, uh, I yeah, like no, there's no way for him to really juice these videos. Mm-hmm. So like the the view counts are kind of surprisingly low. Oh yeah, here's this. Okay, here. I'll- yeah, you really have to be a Jacob Wool enthusiast. <laughs> initially, they were charging money for them. I mean, initially they were behind a paywall. Oh wall, wow! And it was like I think like fifteen dollars or twenty dollars a month. And yeah, here we go. I'm sad. I'm sad that like we didn't know about this before. And it's funny that we found them out, found out about this from Jacob Bull himself emailing us a link. You know how how lucky we are. Okay, here. I think this is the part (laughs) of his genitals from his office. What in the world is going on in Maryland? Perhaps most disturbingly, Christopher Volrath is still out there lurking on the Internet, making health for Anne Arundel County, Maryland. He is, to this point, still a predator in our nation's capital. <laughs> That's the end of the last This section. is Predator DC. Robert Bowes of Arlington, Virginia, age 60, is a former fund manager who served as field director for the Trump campaign in 2016. Following the 2016 campaign, Bowes began working in a senior role at the Department of Housing and Urban Development. On January 3rd, Bowes was nominated as a commissioner of the CFTC, one of the nation's top financial regulators. Bowes engaged in a series of extremely sexually explicit text messages with... Wait, I'm pausing this. Paradise. May I suck your titty titties too? Your tasty titties. Tasty titties. It's kind of blurred over here. Ew. Oh, this guy's like, this guy's a dude, allegedly a serious like government official. And he's, he is saying like horrible stuff to this young girl. It's been 60 yeah. years. I don't want to read. I don't want to read this shit, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to say this yeah. stuff. I'm not saying he's this saying, stuff. He's saying horrible stuff. Um, yeah, you can just watch the show. I'm not reading this. Um, wait, let's keep watching. Knowledge to be underage, a picture of a device known as a motor bunny, and asked, wanna ride it? Guys, 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 quiet. It's like a Sibian. Oh, oh yeah, wow. How's going? How are you? I'm good. What are you up to? Oh, I was making a pie. Ooh, I have a pie. Oh my gosh, He's making, so making a pie? Jacob breathing really uh, loud. Like 
actually. I don't want to see someone else. I just, I just really want to have sex. I don't want to see somebody else. I really want to see you. I just really need it right now. <laughs> That's a nice thing you're thinking of me. Of course. Like, I just really need it right now. I really want to. I really want you to come over. My gosh. I got happen. I, I, I wish I could. Uh, wish I could make a schedule change. Right. Yeah, just, today, just come. So. Just come by after. After that. Right, just come by after. Right. I I have to be with him. And he's got school tomorrow. So what about what about can you can you come to Arlen's Center now? No. Yes, well, I mean, maybe. Yes, yeah. I mean, like, I might, maybe, but, like, I just... How about, how about, how about rolling tomorrow Dude, he's trying to schedule his pedophilia like a business meeting with this with this girl. <laughs> Did you see this? He's like, ooh, unfortunately, I have my kid. How about tomorrow at 8 a.m.? Yeah, that doesn't work <laughs> for me, yeah. He tried, get, he tried rescheduling for early in the morning. Sex. Well, you know, he's allegedly a, a you know a busy DC bureaucrat. I mean, it, it really is like like he's, he's almost like trying to ghost her. You know, he's like you know look, uh, you know, oh, sorry, he, well, he's out. trying to bring her to Arlington. Yeah, wait, isn't that where you're from? Uh, I'm from the area. That's the Arlington's where I did my first ever uh, open mic. Oh, there's Jacob crouching, uh, crouching like a kid trying to pe- get a seek- peek at Santa Claus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a shame that. Well, yeah, I guess that's the thing about uh, this kind of um, this kind of deal is you can't really, uh, yeah, like you have they have to come there. Yeah, I mean, she was right, like she was laying it on thick. Although, and like, right. he was down. He he was not. I think it's unfair to say that he was like ghosting her. Oh or, no, like, he was in front of his kid. Her, like, yeah, he just he was like, oh, come to Arlington. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, did you hear that his boy was right there? Like he was like oh, had oh, his no. kid that day. He's like, I'm gonna take my oh, son yeah. to the pool as soon as we finish making this pie. And she's like, Come over and Ugh. fuck me. And he's like, Huh? Yeah, it sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very flattered. Like I think he was literally standing with his eight year old kid, you know, making a pie. Right. It was just not uh, in the cards. So oh, man. respect to Jacob and the decoy for you know. I mean that's that's good. Yeah, that exposed this man. You know, not taking no for an answer. You know, just going for it. Um, let's see what Jack has to say about this. I actually don't remember, but let's see. Oh my fucking god! Oh, guys, that was the head. <laughs> that was the head of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, one of the largest regulatory agencies in Washington D.C. Oh, J- Jacob's Robert thrilled. Maybe the worst of all, an official at the CFTC, one of the nation's leading financial regulators, sends pictures of sex toys. Talks of peach cobbler and licking the 16-year-old. This calls into question every single financial decision that the CFTC has made in the last two years. Everything in that agency now needs to be carefully reviewed because of this molester. Robert (laughs) Bose projects an image of a standard suburban dad. He talks about baking a peach cobbler, barbecuing on the grill. But there's a much darker side to Robert Bose, as we learned in our investigation. He messages this underage teen about committing unspeakable sex acts. He wants her to, as he puts it, sit on his face. He wants to use a device known as a motor bunny. But what is most disturbing is that Robert Bose is still out there. Within the CFTC, one of our nation's most powerful financial regulators... And God only knows 
what he's doing lurking on the internet searching for underage teens i could <laughs> i could listen to jacobs speak like that all day especially when he reads the little quotes in his in his jacob voice yeah i mean when they do this they had one guy that was like uh you know he was a small man but there was nothing small about the intended scope of his molestation (laughs) 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 oh my god will any final thoughts on jacob any words of advice you could give us before we uh go in any tips on um being journalists um because we definitely are (laughs) we are definitely biased uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, look, you, you've had one run in with him in the past, and I think it takes a couple to really, you know, get, sometimes it, I was going to say get on his wavelength, but often maybe you don't want to be on his wavelength because I feel like if you kind of get, deal with him too much, you kind of enter this fantasy world with him, um, as I may have, and then you kind of become obsessed with the the different context that he's working in. But, but you know, I think just, you know, he's going to lie constantly. I think just trying to kind of get him off, off topic or off track. I think he's coming in with prepared lies. I think all you can hope for is getting him on some kind of like improv lies. Oh God. I just had a terrible thought. What if, uh, what if all of this was Jacob trying to do predator DC to us, Brandon? What if we walk into his trap? Well, that's how would that, he doesn't that say work? he'll do it. The I've, I've got a lovely 17 year old for he'll, y'all to meet. Like, okay. So he, he did, he reached out. He was like, Oh, I'd love to come back on the podcast as, you know, myself to promote my show predator DC. But maybe, maybe once we're recording, then he's kind of like, Oh, what? Like, Oh, do you guys want to meet a, a teenage girl? Exactly. That's like, I think, <laughs> okay, I see that's, or like, that's what you're saying. Or what if his decoy pops up in the zoom? And then Jacob joins as like a you know a fifth attending. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> oh, then we have to like, I, I thought we were talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully not. You know, but you can. I would never underestimate yeah. Jacob. I think he. I think he's on our side essentially. No, he is. He he said he had a good time, and, and I he, did too. Uh, also, the I I just remembered when we were talking about the the triple X tattoo guy that like he was, he's, he's cracking in that video. He's like, he's, he's laughing as he's trying to answer these like fielding, fielding questions from the press. Oh yeah. I mean, he had this, uh, I, I watched one video where it was like, it was one of these similar press conference set up in Jack's driveway. And there are these protesters there and Jacob's like, I'm going to turn the hose on you. And he's just, I mean, he's clearly doing a bit. <laughs> Jacob's one of those people where like, I think if you, if you like got stuck on a really, really long flight with him or like some, something where you were really stuck with each other and like worn down for a while, you might like after 24 hours, like get to see like a peak of the real Jacob, you know? And I wonder, I wonder what that's like. Yeah. He really never lets, I mean, you know, he'll crack and stuff, but he never says, you know, by the way, I'm obviously lying, this kind of stuff. I mean, it's very, uh, you know, I think it's very hard to glimpse kind of like the, the, the real guy behind, you know, whatever kind of facade he's putting up. Perhaps we will get a glimpse tomorrow when we talk to the man himself. Uh, will, Thank you so much for coming on and giving us uh, this little brief on the world of wool. Uh, yes, thank you, you, Will. Do you have anything you want to plug 
uh, before Yeah, you... I do. Um, yeah, at the Daily Beast, uh, I have a podcast called Fever Dreams, where we cover characters like Jacob Wool. We cover conspiracy theories, right, a lot of right-wing internet stuff. Um, and then I have a book coming out next year for HarperCollins called Trust the Plan about QAnon. Ooh. So, you know... There, there's lots of, uh, you know, lots of kind of similar characters involved in that. And, and it, it, I think it'll be interesting. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And um, stay tuned for our episode, which will be on Patreon featuring... Good luck, guys. Jacob Wool. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks so much.